0: Alright, uh, what's going on everybody? This is Kyle Serlo and welcome back to another episode of the Golf Guide Podcast. Uh, on today's episode, I am joined by Jess Stimack, Uh, to continue our conversation about uh, all things Bennett Valley Golf Course. Uh, if you don't know what's going on with Bennett Valley, I would strongly encourage you guys uh, to go listen to our last episode. Um, essentially, you know, City Council in San Rosa, California is entertaining the idea of removing the golf course and it has caused a uh uh, quite a stir uh in the local community of santa rosa so we're going to be covering that for the first you know uh the majority of the podcast i should say but we do spend uh, a good amount of time uh on the back half talking about max homa's win at the genesis uh the upcoming wgc tournament uh some news with amateur sports and a couple tales from the clubhouse so without any further delay let's get to it with me and jess here on the golf guide podcast all right. We're doing it live. Um, oh, it's great to be back with you, my friend. Good to see you, partner. It's really, really nice to see you. Uh, we brought beverages this time. This, you know, our, our last bevies. podcast. Uh, would you? Would you? Would it be inaccurate to say that last podcast might have been our most uh, serious and somber? Extremely
1: uh, serious. Yeah.
0: So I got a little bit of feedback. As yep. I mentioned to you uh, <laughs> after we we stopped recording last time, it uh, it was in fact the most listened to podcast yeah. we've ever had, and it, yeah. it wasn't particularly close. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, glad all the listeners tuned in.
0: Yeah. So uh, I mean, what, what what's your life been like the last couple of weeks? You're you're now the de facto, whether you like it or not, you know,
1: low battery, on Bennett the... Valley
0: Consigliere, the, the guy that people are going to with all the questions, even even if you may not have many answers. Low battery on the mobile.
1: A um, lot of messages, a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts. Um, yeah, it's been uh, been inundated.
0: Inundated uh, seems big words. like big an like big an, word Monday, like an appropriate big word. word. Are, are you able to uh, to to still complete your your duties at I work? Okay,
1: I am. Yeah, the the petition uh, right at the counter slows things up a bit. Got it. Um, but what can you do? What can you do, man? You got to do these things.
0: Well, let's – uh, for, for so for anybody who is tuning in that didn't listen to our last podcast, I would encourage you to go listen to it if you haven't already. Uh, essentially, you know, the, the golf course that both of us, I, I think it's fair to say, is probably – a door. A door. It is, you know, the golf course closest to our hearts. It is the golf course that we both learned how to play golf on. It is the golf course that you currently help operate mm-hmm. um, at, at Bennett Valley Golf Course in Santa Rosa, California. And the city council is – you know, uh, exploring some the idea of repurposing the land, uh, whether they would keep golf or not, they have, but we don't know. Um, th- there was an initial vote where five out of the seven city council votes thought it was a good idea to at least explore a little further and see uh, see what might you know what they might be able to do with the land, and uh, they have been met with a good deal of opposition. Uh, is that, is
1: that fair to say? A monster <laughs> amount. <laughs> of opposition
0: uh so so since that podcast um I, I, I got to be honest with you I don't really have a, a perfect line item of every single thing that's taken place since that podcast I do know a lot of people in the community of Santa Rosa have activated in terms of, organizing you know people have started to put together signs as you mentioned mm-hmm. they've got a petition set up at the golf course at bennett valley which i believe online too. people know, yeah online, i believe yeah. people can sign the petition on uh i believe it's save bennett valley golf <laughs> um, so for anybody that wants to learn more and sign the petition to help preserve uh, what i would say is you know one of the best municipal golf courses on the west coast certainly in the state of california and certainly in the bay area Um, anybody listening to this podcast, I would expect that you're the kind of person that likes having really cool, fun golf around, especially, especially golf courses that have a vibe to them. And and that's the one thing that I can't stress enough about Bennett Valley is it still has that old school muni vibe where, you know, there's got, I mean, shit, our boy Don is, you you can go catch, you can go see guys out there five nights a week, you know, sitting out there drinking a cocktail and smoking a cigar while they practice their putting, you know, for I mean, it's just, it's just an awesome place. Fun golf course in a beautiful spot with an incredible vibe, and uh, it's it, it is perplexing yeah. to to imagine a community having the option to preserve it for it, future generations of its citizens and mm-hmm. strongly considering the idea of basically completely getting rid of it for whatever, whatever reasons they think
1: until they decide to build another course down the road, if they do this. Yeah. So, um, save Bennett Valley golf or you can, uh, check out the, uh, save Bennett Valley golf course page on Facebook. Uh, last time I checked, which I'm trying not to be on there too often. I think it's over 3000 members we picked up and maybe boy, 10 days, 10 days. Yeah. You know, um, and, uh, a lot of them, you know, they've, they've shared the podcast and it's, they, they really like the fact that we kind of took off the gloves a little bit and, um, you know, there's, there's some updates we are doing, uh, you know, they, uh, last Friday, they did like a drive-through at like golf course, handing out the, uh, the signs, either big banners or small ones, just that you can put in front of your house. And those flew out the door like hotcakes. So Wednesday at five and Friday at five, they're doing the same thing um at the golf course if you want to grab a sign or a banner um i think they're trying to get shirts made um it's uh yeah it's it's a movement right now a lot of people young old rich poor everyone doesn't want to see their baby go um and that's it's like we talked about it's not just our residents it's our neighbors too east bay san francisco they're coming from all over Ukiah. there's a lot of play from north on 101 um so yeah, people are, people are fired up, um, trying to get organized. You know, it's, it's looking more and more like that it was city administration, not so much the city council that kind of shoved this down uh city council's throat. Um, nobody was really in the loop from, from the outside looking in, there could be some backdoor stuff going on. It, it is, they are politicians. Um, and you know, obviously our, our, our system is unique and, and it's. You know, it's it's not really a paying job. It's a small stipend, I believe, twelve hundred dollars a month. Um, so versus you know some of the bigger cities, and
0: we're we're, we're a big city as far as
1: population so, goes. Santa Rosa
0: is a town of almost two hundred thousand people. I mean, it's the biggest city in the North Bay area.
1: You go to other big cities like that, and the mayor position is full on paid salary, big boy bucks. So there's that dynamic to the whole thing too, where literally the city manager is the most powerful employee the city has, along with the police chief and and they're all kind of elected by city council. So you know them individually aren't as, as powerful as, you know, the city manager, but collectively they are. So hopefully we get it right. Um too much to be lost here. And and we're not too saying too much on the line.
0: Well yeah, and we're not saying the Santa Rosa city manager is um, you know, focused and interested in getting rid of the golf course, but you know what? We're also not saying. We're also not not saying that. that it, is, it's entirely possible that, that he true.
1: may. Given the financial hurdles that the city is challenged with right now, he's a numbers guy, and, and, and so most city managers are numbers guys. And, and you were sharing with me before we started yeah. recording,
0: but like, can you just give the folks like, I mean, because Santa Rosa is in a, a somewhat peculiar, you know, situation given how much debt they're in because of all the things that have happened the last couple of years. You mean you mind enlightening the folks? Fires, like,
1: COVID, smoke, every, everything. Uh, just overtime just, pay up the wazoo for uh, yeah, years
0: yeah. basically of disaster yeah. maintenance just, and oh, just
1: not in good shape right now so you know we talked last week how it's a really short-sighted option hopefully and i, I didn't see anything on the agenda for tomorrow so i don't think it's going to be happening tomorrow but eventually there's going to be a vote i don't know if it's next tuesday or the tuesday after but in the near future because they want to get this thing done we'll see um supposedly councilman um Sawyer has uh, flipped and
0: I did see that he actually came out with a, with a written statement written saying statement that he, said uh, he will
1: not be voting for the, the study to take place. And it's just, it's today's age. It's, you know, there's other contracts that go out $300,000 for power washing and this and that, and just $150,000 to do a study on something where you, you know what the reason, you know what the study is going to say, just based on by who's doing the study. You know what I mean? Which is unfortunate that that even, I think they've already paid him $14,000 to do that that PowerPoint presentation that literally, quite literally, a high school kid would have done more
0: research on. It was awful. And it's funny, when we recorded our last podcast, I yeah. remember trying to log into that meeting and not having a lot of success. But I was able to find the archived meeting yeah. and actually went back and, and watched a portion of it. And I was well, and flabbergasted.
1: Johnny emailed us. <laughs> and when he did, because that's what he does not in this particular situation, but I went back and looked at the presentation and they literally had the range machine building marked as a public restroom. (laughs) There's no restroom at the range. That's that goes to show you just how little knowledge they have of the property. I think they also said that the dog park was in the middle of the golf course according to Brianne Galvin.
0: So, it's it's crazy that it seems like this fourteen thousand dollars. If I could study, just go
1: around the cities doing fourteen thousand dollars studies and literally putting together a, a presentation that probably took maybe an hour.
0: I, this this may be a layman's you know kind of understanding interpretation of all the stuff that was going on, but pretty good clip for that presentation. F- f- from from
1: what I could tell, there wasn't a lot of deep investigative work.
0: <laughs> I, I I think the extent of their research yes. on this fourteen thousand dollar survey yeah. was. Hey, uh, Ken or whatever whatever your golf specialist name is. Mm. Uh, did, did, ch- check this no, out. And he man. was like, "You know what I can do? I'm gonna go on to Google Maps. Yeah. You know what? Stretch that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a little extra effort here. I'm gonna go to Google Earth. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna really, you really dial in, and I'm gonna get some approximate, you know, measurements of the space mm-hmm. out there just to, and then, you know, and then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wing it. You know, I'm, I'm just that's from there. The, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna kind of wing. Oh, what's that? Oh, it looks here according to my screen that. Maybe that driving range is only like 260 yards. Yeah, that's just not gonna be big enough. That's no longer that that that, that's just it's it's not a worthwhile space. You can't get it's it's just not long enough. Two sixty
1: to the yellow flag. And there's not a lot of us that know, we both know how much room behind that flag there is to the fence.
0: Copious amounts of room.
1: There's at least sixty-five yards from that flag to the fence. That's been a big comment by people checking in. Who decided that driving range was too small? I'm like I don't think anyone has ever complained that that driving range is too small
0: and what's crazy is there is like apartments or condos yeah. on the back side of the driving range so yeah. if it was too short those condos townhomes I, i'm not sure exactly what they are but they there would be getting be, peppered there might be 10 with golf people, balls
1: 10 people in the county that could launch one in the air to that building if it misses the gigantic uke tree okay <laughs>
0: It's got Arnold Palmer its it way hitting, through those eucalyptus trees just to get a sniff at those townhomes.
1: It ain't hitting the left edge of those, uh, the, le- the the condos on the left edge, closer to Europa. <sighs> Definitely not. That's an extra twenty-five yards carry, just on the angle. So, there might be ten people in the county that can fly it to that first floor. And if we hear about it, someone calls us like, "Hey, you better get down here. This guy's launching him into the, you know, he's 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 landing by the fence." We'll walk down there and be like, "Hey, partner, buy you a bucket, not to hit your driver." <laughs>
0: I'll give you a hundred dollars if yeah. you can if you can hit that town yeah. home out there.
1: And it's and it's on them. And I'll buy it's the money. not on the operator too. So
0: So and then here, here's the other thing I find strange about that is and I would love it if you could shed some light on because maybe maybe I've misunderstood mm-hmm. this for a while, but I've always understood it as the driver range at a lot of places, but especially at Bennett Valley, the driver range by itself is an incredibly profitable venture is that 100% am, I'm not wrong in, in, in saying that right I so mean
1: our, our best year in driving range sales without being open for seven weeks and our best year in cart sales without being open for seven weeks that's with single riders until recently when the county said if you live in the same household you can share a cart
0: oh and by the way that's also with the driver range having half the amount of stalls as well
1: you are correct
0: sir <laughs> Which is crazy because I know you know when we were you know growing up and even as adults going out people to play. People are getting and, frustrated. It's like I can't get on the I can't get on the range. Well, dude, even before you know, even before the pandemic, I mean, there would be a lot of times you'd go to Bennett Valley and you'd have to wait for a stall to open. Sun up to sun down. It's mean, just people out there practicing, grinding, or just you know finding a you know, hey, I want to go hang out with some hang out with some friends and just do something outside. Let's just go hit a bucket of balls and have a beer or something Bob like that.
1: Bob does a great job of one. When the grass is closed, the mats are fantastic mats. Okay, they're not the cheap mats; those things are four hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing he's really good at, the range balls. They used to be a little little shoddy. When I worked there, when I worked, worked there, there, there was okay, a lot of remember uh, the different different colors of tape around the ball. I do, I do it, remember so, that very clearly. But now, ninety percent of the balls, despite the fact you know people just go through their bag or bring them from other courses, ninety percent of the balls are the same range ball. Which is you don't see that a lot at public golf courses. for a public
0: golf course. That's uh, that's, that's the range very rare. ball game
1: is strong. I mean, I I haven't had balls there, but when I give lessons, I'm watching to see because I'm going, hey, lining up like this every time. Ninety percent of those balls are the same range ball. Yeah, and he does a really good job of cycling them out when they get a little worn. Really good job. I so mean- that driving range is the, the fact that they 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 somehow said that it was too short. I, I really underutilized it's like
0: what i can't remember if it was in one of the meetings that the mayor held on zoom or if it was in a city council meeting or if it was somewhere but it i really
1: probably the zoom meeting he did where anyone could pipe in and he was just answering questions
0: i really liked the suggestion from someone that uh they should just they should just turn benna valley into a top golf
1: <laughs> yes the comments comment <laughs> section of that zoom meeting was yeah Ooh, yeah, That'd
0: fly over really well. That uh, that was, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's just, I don't know. I, on on top of all this, I think, and again, this is not to to grind on city council per se, because I think yeah. we've, I, I think we've established that they're, you know, if anything, a lot of them are kind of getting some weird information. I don't know if you would say it's bad information. I don't know if you would say that it's information that they're, guided is being. Exa- I would say guided misinformation. P- per- perfect Probably way the to say way it. Best way to say it. Yeah. Um, and it just seemed like. A lot of the things that I've read about this just haven't seemed quite right to me. And I, I know in our last podcast we were talking about how before the pandemic, Bene Valley was getting forty thousand rounds of golf a year. And, you know, while and all these reports, it's like, mm, golf course is really struggling, forty thousand rounds a year. And you and I both know better. We both know uh a golf course is doing forty thousand rounds a year is Highly profitable and successful. That's so not that, struggling. That, that that's not that's not a struggling golf course. That is a, a successful golf course. Yep. Um, and then you know it goes up to sixty thousand rounds. And you know dur- dur- you know last year during the pandemic with you know being closed for seven weeks, incredible stuff. And and then I'm reading all these things about mm, yeah you know it's back to sixty thousand rounds, which you know like, is an improvement over before. Like trying to say it like as if you know forty thousand was crap. And 60,000 is like acceptable, whereas in reality, both numbers are extraordinary. And then I hear the number I've seen referenced multiple times, and it doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from and whether it's even possible is I keep reading or hearing things saying that, yeah, but at the turn of the century, you know, back in 2000, Beneval was doing 100,000 rounds a year. And my thought is, Unless they're using a different metric to count rounds, so, that's not possible. Yeah, it, it yeah, that's that's actually little, impossible. Like there, a there's there's not enough sunlight the in
1: in this in in, in California. And um, what a concession that we made was on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going to nine minute tee times,
0: as opposed okay. to
1: seven and eight. Okay, okay, so you, that adds up less tee times. Okay. Um, there's there's all, all sorts of contributing factors. The greens fee prices are much higher now. There's more courses. Um, and if Hallie, it, I would love to conduct this study for free. <laughs> I would love to call all the other municipal golf operators. Be like, hey, would 60,000 rounds, including a seven-week shutdown, do you think you would like to operate that golf course? Do you think? Do you think that could make it? <laughs> you know what every response would be.
0: I, I have a pretty good idea of what the responses would be to that question. Yeah. Stop uh, it! But that's the thing, like. But even even at seven to eight minute intervals and in tea times, that doesn't explain a hundred. And again, I've heard, I've seen this, I've read this, I've I listened saw, to it yeah, multiple Colin times. Hall pulled
1: the numbers. I think the highest I saw in like two thousand five was uh, eighty six thousand. I think that's the highest I saw. How is
0: that even possible?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's humming. I mean, we, I mean it was. I remember being there.
0: If you're in Iceland there, in the summer with 24 hours of daylight, yeah, maybe. I remember being
1: like, there in maybe. 2007 when literally, you know, at 5:30 the super twilight kicks in and people are teeing off until 7:45. Yeah, we were doing 410 rounds a day, so that's where you get those numbers from. But I don't think it was ever 100.
0: And and that's 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 what I understand is I've I've read this now multiple times yeah. in in government documents and things that are going through. In fact, when I did a radio hit on Santa Rosa's kind of public radio station last week, KSRO. Yeah. Um,
1: Thanks for doing that, by the
0: way. Yeah, and they they had a couple people they were going to have go on, and then ended up only being two of us. But one one of the guys that was going to talk, I think, was no. it Lou.
1: Lou Capuano, president Lou, of the golf club, better Lou, valley.
0: So Lou Capuano, he referenced the hundred thousand rounds mm-hmm. a year all the time, and I was like, well, this guy obviously is, you know, he doesn't have a, a bad agenda, and he's saying a hundred thousand rounds a year. He, he clearly doesn't work for CBRE. Okay, <laughs> definitely does not work for CBRE. <laughs> but he, he, he's he's the guy that CBRE is trying to put a muzzle on. Yes. That, 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 you don't you don't want to hear those kinds yeah. of numbers. But yeah. that that means so that guy obviously doesn't have a vested interest in you know exaggerating what the rounds are, and no. he's. I, is is it just a fact that people just say a hundred thousand because it's a big round number that sounds nice? But isn't? it's a big bold number. It's a big scary number. It's just it's impossible in California with the amount of daylight that we get here. A hundred thousand rounds at a golf course in a single year yeah. is actually impossible. That, that that just that that can't and happen.
1: One of the guys um, brought it up. I forget who it was. But he's like, you know, usually when you see things being on agendas, there's a decent amount of blowback and opposition, or people that are for it there's no one going i think it's a great idea to develop housing and take away the golf course
0: no one is saying that and usually this is the kind of thing where you'd expect somebody i mean j- just and so i saying, mean nobody well that's it you'd expect because you, there's been a lot of people that have chimed in at these meetings that have written in that, that the first thing you know they, they start their their comments with Look, I don't play golf. Yeah. And that's usually their invitation to be like, listen, I don't play golf. So yeah. to me, this doesn't matter all much. Like, I, I'd like to see, you know, having more housing or, you know, some more, you know, a, a 700 soccer field in yeah. Santa Rosa. Like, I think that's all the people that are coming in that start by saying, I'm not a golfer. It instead goes the other way and says, but there's no way you can get rid of this golf course. This is a big, beautiful green space that puts a real showcase it really highlights how beautiful this area is and this golf course gives thousands tens of thousands of different people every single year the opportunity to come and enjoy a really beautiful area of the country um and be able to do so at a really affordable rate where everybody can do it everyone and, can do it and it's just and, and if th- you if you don't if you if you're somehow
1: listening to this and you don't know we're not we're not fluffing this up It really is that beautiful of a property and that great of an experience.
0: Yeah, I've said it multiple times. If and again, this is not something I want to happen, but I'm just using it as an example. The property, like, is so perfectly suited for golf. If you know, let's say Santa Rosa was flush with cash and like, hey, for all ages. Yeah, let's. We're flush with cash. We we have money that we need to spend. What would be a good investment? People like me would pop up and say, "You have maybe one of the most remarkable pieces of land f- for a golf course anywhere. You could actually throw some money into this golf course to yeah. make some course improvements. Not just the irrigation which it needs, but also, you know, there's a couple of design elements where you could, you know, bring the creek a little bit more into play on some different holes. And you then totally could. I, this is a, a big budget. I'm talking a multi-million dollar. And
1: we're so busy that you got to remember,
0: you got to remember some dog legs
1: were softened, fairway bunkers were taken out, greenside bunkers were taken out. Exactly." Exactly. So, the, the
0: course has so. What I'm getting at is we the course these has so pace of play because there's so much play. The piece of land is so beautiful that if the city had the mind to say, "Hey, you know what? This really is a gem. Let's put a bunch of resources as into they it. And should, make, and let's make that this should be their mindset. Let's make this like the beacon of recreation in the wine country.
1: Like we talked about with Laura Whiting, and she just wrote another amazing article. I don't know if you saw it in the uh, Press I saw Democrat. one in the Press Democrat. Yeah, she did how a great, great job. is this? So I, I'm i talking, and, and Santa Rosa is so small, so. My mom, I, I said the name Laura Whiting. She's like, oh my God, me and her roomed at this Crescio thing through the church. Okay. And my mom's like, I haven't kept up with her. And I'm like, well, this is, is this her picture? right here?" she's like, yeah, that's her. And it was, she, my mom goes, it was one of those relationships where after we met and spent 10 minutes together, we were like, okay, we have a special bond. And I'm like, mom, that was her on the zoom meeting with the mayor that used to be the director of tourism. And she's like, this is exactly the opposite of what we should be doing when we're trying to rebound from the hospitality industry, just being absolutely hammered right now. How many, how many people in this area and and I'll go Sonoma County and even Napa County are in the hospitality industry. We're not trying to push hospitality and tourism and recreation away. We should be trying to bring more in. And that was her whole point. And I'm like, it was so it was so great. And then and I go, mom, and by the way, I also played with her husband John up at Bandon three months ago. She's like, No way. And I'm like, Yes. Her son Andrew is like best friends with Kyle. And she's like, No way. I'm like, Yes, mom.
0: First of all, I'm offended that you'd use so much logic in a single sentence. That 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 was offensive. Like, for, for, <laughs> I, first of all, you you come. Let me just...
1: di- let me digress. Oogity boogity.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, and that's that's the thing is like, from a tourism standpoint, I mean, at least in the foreseeable future, the next year or two, given what we're going through with the pandemic, but also long term, I mean, you know what industry is thriving right now and would actually be a really safe, you know, the the U.S. bond. Of, you know, essentially, you know, investing At lower rates. Uh, how about a golf course? Yeah. How about a golf course that not only makes all of its citizens incredibly happy and proud to live somewhere, but also something that brings thousands and one thing, oftentimes millions of tourism dollars into a town. It. And one thing Johnny said, our, our lawyer buddy from down in the city
1: who was privy to the to the uh, operations that CBRE referred to the one in Palo Alto and the one in San Diego or LA, he goes, those, I know for a fact, we we looked at those. Those were completely different scenarios. The residents wanted those courses gone because they were eyesores. He goes, even the residents didn't want them. He goes, so that is what is so different about this proposal by CBRE. It's a thriving golf course that is loved by tens of thousands. It's not in
0: dire straits. And hated by few to none.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hated
0: by balance sheet managers. I mean, yeah, th- and that's the thing. It's it just the more the more we dig into this, the more it just seems like... There's more gray the, popping up. The more yeah, it, it just seems like a lot of the push stuff. to get this study done and to have the golf course redeveloped. Unfortunately for the people of Santa Rosa, the North Bay, and anybody that likes to visit Benna Valley Golf Course, it seems like a lot of this stuff is kind of being done in bad faith. And it that's... Is- i hate to see it you hate to see it and i think justifiably i think that's why so many people around here are hot are are, are, they're hot man it's you know people people you
1: got people walking through the wrong door beeline it right towards me now just what the fuck is going on here you know what i mean i'm like sir one wrong door two please put your mask on three i could go off for 20 minutes but go back and look at the presentation on the website Check out this Bennett Valley golf course.com. Check out the the page on Facebook. There's a lot of content. There's a lot of opinion pieces, but there's some fact too. Colin Hall got the records from the city for the legends building, as far as what the initial cost was and and their, you know, their, their, their baselines for 2005 through 2020. And it's, yeah, if you want to do some digging, you can answer a lot of these questions yourself and draw your own, you know, kind of conclusion. But even when you do it, it makes even less sense, which is the frustrating thing. That is
0: the frustrating part. And, and what's funny, and just continuing on what you're saying and with this kind of bad faith type thing, I I did, uh, I think I saw something that you wrote about how, and again, I don't want to get too far in the weeds yeah. here. You know, we weren't planning on talking about Benavelli for no, an hour right. again, yeah, but, no. you know, something about how now the city when it's going to look for a new you know, lease or for, for the golf course, they want somebody that's going to come in and cover all of these expenses yeah. out of pocket, like the new irrigation system, which they've been earmarking money for for years uh-huh. and years and years. They in theory should have hundreds of thousands of dollars set aside just for this project that yep. nobody in city council or the city can give any answers to where that money is located. Yep. Um, you know, there's obviously this deferred maintenance for both for the golf course and for the clubhouse, by the way, is it just me, or does it seem strange that there's so much deferred maintenance on a building that's only 10 years old?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it was, doors <laughs> open in 2008, so, yeah. That, that one doesn't, uh, that one doesn't smell right to me. I would be making some emails or phone calls back to the original contractor. That, I mean, there could be a breach of contract, I mean, this stuff happens all the time.
0: Um, at four million dollars over budget, I expect to get at least you know fifteen twenty years of good you know good use before I got to start throwing money back into it. Fifteen right? would have been nice. <laughs> I think twenty would have been a little greedy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's um yeah I yeah I, I posted that and uh,
0: so what what is that all about? Like basically now the city's like oh somebody's going to come and they need to spend well, the two of, million they, they dollars. Tried to, I, I, I did I say understand. they I did How say that they, they
1: were they were playing chess because in the three options listed they list status quo. As one operator for both food and beverage and golf. One sole operator. So they list that as status quo right now, which is not status quo right
0: now. That is, in fact, inaccurate.
1: Couldn't couldn't be further from the truth. They (laughs) also slid that in, and then you've got the petition going up, and people are just signing blindly without going, wait a second, that's not status quo. That's not status quo. Um, For what they want, for someone that's going to come over and take over the debt, put the 2.5 or 2.3 into the golf course for irrigation and drainage, bring in their own equipment, which I don't know if you know, maintenance equipment isn't, isn't all that cheap, not cheap. Um, so for some operator to look down that barrel, right out of the jump of contract, it's gotta be, I said 20 to 25, but the more I think about it, the more people I talk to, how long was the lease at park? I think it was 50 years.
0: Is it 50? I, I actually don't it know. Has I be, it, up top it has to be. It has to
1: be. you have got to be looking at a 40 to 50 year lease. And it's funny because the city is so short-sighted in looking at this right now, but the opposite of kind of, kind of what they're saying, the only way it's going to happen is if it's them committing to the golf course for 40 years. You know what I mean? That's how little knowledge is at the city with how golf operations actually work. But Hey, they don't have one of the best golf course operators ever to do
0: it operating the course
1: right now who hey, who they haven't met with for
0: over a year about golf course operations. it, it is, and, and that's the other thing. It's like I, I really want to stress It's to- like
1: having it's like having a, a Hall of Famer in any sport just down the street and you're like an expansion team, or you wanna you wanna start something new, and you're like so, all these people are like you know, maybe you should just go knock on that guy's door. they like, no, nope, we'll
0: figure it out. There's it, a lot of experience. Well, that's what's crazy. And then for anybody who's listening who's not familiar with like the business of golf and yeah. how these things work, you know, a lot of golf courses are managed by golf management companies, right? Companies mm-hmm. whose job it is, for the most part, is to actually come and turn unprofitable golf courses into profitable ones. And, right? you
1: know, at the, at the private level, they're brought in because... Private people can't run them well. Correct. So, correct. But the problem is, is the golf courses is run extremely efficiently.
0: It is so rare for an individual operator of a golf course, you know, without the resources of a management company where they're managing, yeah. you know, a dozen plus golf courses and therefore they're able to buy equipment and then share them between it to cut costs. For a single they're looking operator, at, a, at a big number. Exactly. Like for a an single operator to run one sole golf course. And ha- and do it successfully is in fact very rare. It's 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 not it's not common at all. Yeah. And Valley has been in that position for as long as I've been alive. I mean this is is Bob in the, the in the circles in the circles, especially
1: Northern California circles. You you say the name John Flackman or Bob Borowitz. It gets ears ringing. Because it's like, wait, is he is he going to operate another course? Does, does he want to operate ours? Because they are efficiently operated. Yeah, it's it's you don't like you said you don't see it very often. The city has back to back Hall of Famers at their disposal. John is still with us. John still plays golf course. John was a phenomenal boss. Phenomenal boss. I agree and He an, was even, my boss. He was great and an even better person. Okay, they have these at their disposal and they they can't even make a phone call. But the problem is. You need someone that knows a little bit of the day to day operations that's willing to make the phone call and make sense of it, and I think that's that's another problem. Is who 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 are in these positions at the city? Like, was there like we should was there any municipal courses in El Paso?
0: And, and just so, and I, I did not know this until right before we started recording. That apparently the Santa Rosa city manager, the current city manager, is. Not a you know native Sonoma County. He's not it's, from Santa Rosa. He's Texas. from He's like if 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 any of you guys watch Parks and Rec, he's essentially like a Chris Traeger or Ben Ben Wyatt. That's basically you know been brought <laughs> in to basically balance out balance out the books yeah. and just you know you know slash yeah. essentially, essentially and just and just yep. cut costs. He 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 doesn't really have a, a, a connection to the community oh, the way that like a mayor site. Chris Rogers does. Yeah, and it's it's very and this whole process has you know shown a light on that and that. You know he's not looking at it as you know. How do we preserve community assets? How do we make you know
1: zero emotion, zero family, strictly numbers? That's what I'm getting, and I come from a little bit of a background, so this is not. I I kind of I kind of know more than the average citizen how this infrastructure works, especially with golf or, golf course operations. So it's it's
0: yeah man. Well, and and on top of that, and going back to the golf course operators real quick, it, even if you were to hire a management company, yeah the management company is going to take a much bigger cut of of profits and things like that than an individual operator would like, you know, the last couple ones that Bennett Valley's had and Bob. Uh, And what's other, the other crazy thing is with someone like Bob or, you know, whoever the next individual operator was, you have the potential to have a local, a, a person who's part of the community being the one running the golf course. And it just, that, I think that is a big reason why the vibe at Bennett Valley is so good is because it's, it's a community golf course. It's it's, it's run by people in the community. It's played by people in the community. It's not yeah. like an outside troon based out of Scottsdale is coming sending a couple of their lackeys in to kind of turn the course around. First of all, as we've stated many times, it doesn't have to be turned around. It's yeah, highly it's, successful already.
1: The term um, lack of turnover comes to <laughs> mind. And uh you know, it's it's not like a pizza place or a burger shop where the next operator can be like, okay, I'll give you 12 grand for that pizza. Okay. The existing money on the credit books that won't be spent. Bob can't retire on June 30th and the next operator pick up seamlessly on July 1st, unless it's someone local, someone privy to the operation and is familiar with how that course operates day to day. Okay.
0: I might know one or two people that uh, that might that might <laughs> fit that bill.
1: So the, that's what they're kind of missing. They, they it's like, okay, are you going to shut down the course for I mean 2 to 3 months while the new operator is is figuring out the bones of the place? Like there's I think they're starting to realize like, hey, the one operator thing, like who's really going to take on all that debt? And if it is, it's going to be a huge huge management
0: company. Yeah. And that's the thing. then you completely eliminate the possibility of having a local operator or someone come in, who's part of the community to run the golf course, because let's just be honest, how many individuals are out there that want to work as hard as you have to, to run a golf course yeah. that actually have a few, you know, a few million liquid yeah. sitting around that they want to pour into the golf course that they that technically can, don't know that
1: you're going to have to take losses on for a while.
0: It just doesn't, no, I I, yeah. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, That's it's weird. Man. Yeah. It's a uh, it, it's a weird situation. So, um, you know, coming up here with regards to Benne Valley, as as got to get through this vote.
1: We got to Got to flip
0: two people. We got one.
1: Hopefully, mm-hmm. Alvarez in his responses has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I had a couple forwarded to my golf course email, promising,
0: but which is yeah. good. You never know. I, I know that when we at went, first
1: I thought he was an absolute not flipper, but I, I think he I think he could. In flip. this case, flipper is a good thing. We like and, flippers. And Tibbetts, you know, he wants to be the career politician. He is young. He says he's a golfer. A couple of his comments. Oh, really? He says he's a golfer. A couple of his comments. I was kind of like, he brought up the 13 hole course. Like, oh, the 13 hole course abandoned is popular. It's like because it's a destination, you idiot. They're not going up there just to play the preserve. If
0: like, the preserve was the only golf course, at Banner Dunes, as good as yeah, good as it is, yeah. I I don't think you're going to be having. You're not
1: driving eight hours. No. So, that 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 question or statement raised a red flag for me. Saying it's also he, a par three course. I don't know. Saying saying if he he was it. a golf guy, but I've never ever
0: seen him at Banner Valley Golf Course. Ever. Nor have I. Never seen the name on the T sheet. Uh, you know, not not I'm not trying to you know say this yeah. in a negative or positive, but you know, maybe uh, maybe he's a country club guy. You know, you maybe, know, maybe he's, maybe, he's maybe.
1: not at Santa Rosa and he's not at Fountain Grove and he's not at Mayacama. Uh, he's not at Sonoma. So I, I wonder where all the I wonder where he's played all this <laughs> golf at.
0: Unless he's using aliases and disguises. <laughs> I've never seen this guy on any golf course in I, I will County. say this, it does seem like <laughs> he is uh, at least available to talk to because uh i shared this with you and that is right after we released the last podcast uh i got a call from a buddy of mine yeah. uh joe shasky who co-hosts yeah. the morning show oh, yeah. on 95 7 the game and you know at joe, butcher boy at butcher boy 415 he uh he spends a lot of time in sonoma county he's got he a family was up in arms and, yeah he's, he's got a family place up uh near northwood they spend a lot of time in west county and he you oh, know sh- he, he's up here playing golf a lot and he called me i shit you not Forty minutes after I yeah. hit, I hit publish to put the podcast out, he's like, "Dude, I just got I just got done with the show. I'm listening to your podcast the way i from work. Like, this is fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Like, how that? Like, I live in San Francisco, and everybody down here, in and I'm fully immersed in the world of sport. Right, all things sport. Everybody down here knows about Bene Valley Like, how? Matt Nolan reached out, which was great. I know. Like, we, we we put something out. He reached out to both of us, Matt. Yep. You know, asking, Hey, Matt, I know you're a Santa Rosa native." Uh, you know, is there anything you can do? And granted, I'll bet you he's getting he's got a lot on his plate. He's getting comments from people looking to save their golf courses all over the country. But oh, yeah. I figured he's, a, Mancinella grew up in Santa Rosa. I think he, it's a Cardinal Newman He
1: played a big part in saving Goat Hill. Big
0: time. big time. Big part. Big, big time. And, and, you know, even he was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, I'll get yeah. on it. I'll, I'll see what I can, he, I'll see what it I can verbatim, do now. Verbatim, he said, I'm on it. So. Incredible. I mean, that's the, it's like yeah. this, this issue is, Thank reaches that. far beyond Santa Rosa, man. You have people, national media, Bay Area regional media, everybody. Everybody that's learned about this story, it's exactly what we've been talking about. Just in the people in Santa Rosa, nobody's heard this and said, "Ah, you know, some apartments there actually be a pretty good idea." That's
1: there's yeah, there's no other side of the coin. Where's
0: the other side of the coin?
1: No, no one's no one's like oh you know what that's a great idea. I don't, I don't really let's, have an answer for
0: you, partner. Let's yeah. where,
1: where are the sell Benna Valley Golf Course signs?
0: <laughs> what, what? Where are those signs? One, one last thing, and this is me just being kind of a curmudgeon. I hate that I'm going to ask you this, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. Yeah. Every time I see a, a save Benna Valley Golf Course sign, which I have one in my yard, yeah. right? Like you know, it's not like a. I feel like it should probably say preserve Bennett Valley golf course. I feel like it's not like it's in shambles and it's dying and we need to save it. It's very, very healthy. We want to preserve it just the way that it is. A sign
1: that says preserve. And then also Google status quo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to throw it out there. If this thing prolongs, I think what we're going to have to do is create some preserve status quo shirts for the, uh, for the listening audience to, to, you know, maybe do those, uh, you know, put all profits or something like that towards oh, absolutely. some sort of legal efforts. And that's the, this is the last thing I'll, I'll leave you guys with, uh, talking to a couple of friends of mine who are attorneys who love golf and stuff like that, they have been telling me that if, and, and this is kind of, you know, this is to all the people listening to this podcast that are invested and, you know, actively doing their part to try to help preserve Benna Valley golf course. You know, he was mentioning to me that one thing that's going to be very important, if this, if this vote goes past, you know, th- this vote and actually the study happens. It is going to be incredibly important for what let's the Save Valley Golf Course group, right? Because they're the ones that are you know the most together right now. They have the petition. It is going to be incredibly important for them to not only be organized but be more organized and looking ahead and trying to start getting legal counsel right away.
1: Yeah, they've got they've got this guy Eric Edmonds out of L.A. Um, Bill Carl, you know Bill Carl. I do. Bill Carl, you know former play, play golf play golf with his son Trevor for Trevor all, all of my childhood. Trevor Trevor played at Brown uh round of eight or round of 16 at the cal stadium at pebble when he was a senior in high school pretty, uh pretty trevor carl incredible. was a, a stud stick i remember um you know he played out of fountain grove and i worked there for six months after uh getting back from pebble trevor is a stud but you know bill former president of the school board center of the City school board um he jumped on uh, anytime bill carl's on your side things are in your favor yeah i'll just say that yeah so that was awesome but there there it seems like the, seems like things are getting organized like you said and it's it's very important just in case this for some horrible reason does get voted through to do the 150 150k throwaway as i'm calling it the
0: throwaway that's that's a perfect way to say it then yeah we really need to
1: be due diligent and, and, and think effectively yeah um think like a lobbyist does almost
0: for sure and and for a lot of the the big corporate law firms around the united states a lot of their you know attorneys you know they're they are i don't know if it's required but they are certainly encouraged to do a certain amount of pro bono work every year as kind of a part of, you know it's for them it's got kind of partially a pr thing you know they always want to make sure they're giving back and a lot of attorneys who are normally billing clients eight nine hundred dollars an hour maybe more sometimes less they are actually required or, you know, need to do a certain amount of pro bono work. So if you have any connections or you know somebody or you want to reach out, I would encourage anybody listening to this to maybe start thinking about some of those people you could reach out to and see if they would be interested in doing some pro bono work um, on behalf. The more of, the merrier. Because what's funny is a lot of these big corporate law firms, nine out of nine out of ten times, they're representing the developer. Right, and so that's what Johnny said. And 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 that's the thing is like so a lot of these corporate law firms, if they're if you're able to find someone to do some pro bono work, they know exactly how this works, and they know how the enemy. You know I don't want to say, but no, they know no, how they yeah. know how the opposition yep. is trying to do things, and they would be an incredible resource. Big assets. So I I would encourage Speaking anybody. <laughs>
1: Not liabilities. Yeah.
0: yeah. So anybody that has the means or access to a friend or a family member or somebody you know that could put you in touch with somebody that may be able to help from A legal standpoint that is going to be huge, yep, huge, huge, huge for making sure that Benavali Golf Course not on Facebook
1: or uh, don't visit the website and you want to message it on Instagram or Twitter, we will pass along. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see it on the next couple of weeks, uh, weeks unfold. Um, just kind of what direction we head with this thing,
0: yep, totally. So uh, last thing, so for you know, if you guys uh, have just sort of been kind of listening off and on for this conversation so far, Save Bennett Valley Course dot com is the place you can go to learn a little bit more. Um, www yeah, sorry. Dude, don't forget the – I like how they made sure to put the www on all the signs they put it's in the front very yard. It's
1: small, but it's there.
0: It's, it's absolutely there. I mean, just, just in case. You're like, You're Hey, you got – are, are you still using Internet Explorer? All right, yeah. yeah. You, you folks, will make sure we got you covered as well. Get that, yep. that World Wide Web dot, and then, and then we're going to be fine. Um, all right. Any, any other yeah. – uh, anything else on Bennett Valley you, uh, you want to touch on here, brother?
1: No. Just uh, hopefully things work out.
0: No. Likewise. Uh, speaking of working out, seems like things worked out okay for our boy Max Homo the other day. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Ooh. and um, and you know, supposedly maybe yeah, worked out well for you as well.
1: Yeah, I made a, a late night uh, wager on Friday night. Um, you know, I was sc- scanning the odds, and Mister Homa, uh, roll on you Bears, was plus twenty four oh eight. So, as the guys that know laying up say, I threw a couple of nuggies on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paid for a portion of a golf trip in the summer. So that's you know, like I said, that's lessons that get out or uh, ran through. It's just that's kind of what i do now just Love get these it. get these golf trips paid for early that's you know what i mean and then when when you're like a month out it's like god this almost feels free <laughs> you know what i mean and there's no st- the, the, the free golf is the best golf free golf it's is always how, the best golf it's all how you rationalize but max homa boy when you miss that three footer whoo the blood pressure was a- rising
0: so um I did listen to the guys at No Laying Ups podcast. They actually, you know, they're obviously. Uh, if if they're you guys are unfamiliar Max with, fans, the yeah, yeah, if you guys are unfamiliar with the, the but no who Laying isn't guys, a Max fan?
1: He's like the most
0: likable. He's so, I mean, very very likable, California um, guy. And, and again, I, I, I'm a huge fan of the guys at No Laying Up. I think huge. they do a great job, both their video, their podcast, and everything like that. But they their buddies with Max Homa, and he jumped on for a couple minutes at yeah. the end of their their Sunday night, you know, Genesis Invitational recap, and they, you know, they asked him about the putt on 18. Yeah and you haven't seen it what he say? basically you know I, I i don't know if he said this on like a tv broadcast this, yeah. i think this was just on the on on the no laying up guys pod he's like honestly man caddy like joe basically you know put me at right edge and i thought to myself nah dude it's i don't know if it breaks that much so i just went right center oh and he's like dude i was so nervous yeah i was so nervous and i just made The most anxious, nervous stroke, and it was just, just a fucking horrible, horrible stroke. I I just, I, I, I straight up just, yeah, it was twitchy and nervous. I was was
1: talking about it with uh, Andrew Hofer, and, uh, you know, Hofer played at Cal and then Santa Barbara, one of the best players to come out of Santa Rosa, Sonoma County ever. And I go, do you think he was more nervous because there was only probably like thirty or fifty people around the green? I go, if there's ten people, ten thousand people in a in a true amphitheater setting do you think you probably would have been more robotic? Like just more routine
0: potentially. And not just like, there was only a couple of people that what he said, he's like, how'd you feel after you missed the putt? He's like, I just couldn't believe I did that in front of tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that interview with Amanda and, uh, he's
1: all, yeah. I mean, everyone knows you're not supposed to miss three footers in front of tiger, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but it all worked out. He had a great interview. The guy was all teared up and emotional afterwards. He, it, you watch those interviews. You got to root for the guy. Um, we talked about it earlier. Someone, another caddy. No, no, it was another player, uh, Joel Damon, tweeted, like, right after he missed it, they're all, hey, don't go giving up on Homa. He's got his best friend on the bag. If anybody can get him squared away for the playoff, it is Joe Griner. For sure. For sure. And you can see those guys embrace afterwards. Friends since the age of six, played a ton of golf together. Um, that goes a long way. If you have that extra versus just boss – you know, employee relationship. That's I guarantee. And it's, uh, you could see it right after the turn. He comes up and grabs his shoulder. He said something. We don't know what, maybe we can find out down the road, but what he said was probably the most valuable thing he said to him in a while since he won at Wells Fargo. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Max Homo likes winning big events.
0: I was going to say, you want to
1: talk about good fields? (laughs) Like
0: when he plays, he plays, dude. And, And what's funny is, uh, yeah, right, right after he finishes with 18. He's you know, playing great golf this year. Well, not only that, like another comment that he had was he's like, hey, you know, I missed it. I was just, you know, gutted. And, uh, you know, I was talking with Joe, my caddy afterwards, and I just thought to myself, he's like, hey, before this final round started, you said, we'll get you to a playoff. Will you take it? Exactly. And he was like, absolutely, I would take exactly. it. If you, you get me into a playoff to win yeah. this thing, like I'll take that right now. So yep. that, that, that was the way that he tried to rebound, Uh, It's a great way to refresh. I guess he talked to, uh, I guess
1: his wife called him, and uh, was basically just like, "Hey, you're still in a pretty good spot."
0: Not only good spot. I will say though, I was a little nervous because you know Max Homa, unlike most professional athletes, is hyperactive on social media. Oh, he's out there. No, he's he's out there. He's exposed. He has no problem, you know, interacting with fans and and everything. Like he's he is fully exposed, as you would say. And before the playoff starts. I see him walking around up in the clubhouse with his, his phone phone, with his phone out, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, brother, don't do that! Don't, It's gotta be the don't, don't. wife, it's gotta be like, the wife oh, for the I parents! Was like, oh please don't, please don't, don't look at Twitter right don't now! Don't be like, on that wetter, oh, the, on, the, on, on that oh, website, Twitter.com I was like, right please, now! Please don't get on that website yeah. right now! It's a terrible time to do that! I was like, Oh God, I just... and then when he hit that shot on the tenth tee in the oh. playoff, the first thought in my head is, "God damn it! He shouldn't have looked at Twitter! What's he doing? He's like, Why, why, why would you? And what a phenomenal second shot! Well, okay, so I mean. He was boned like yeah. he was straight up boned and uh in another interview you know they asked him I was like hey on a scale of one to ten with one being you know fine and ten being you know you're totally fucked, yeah I mean where where do you put that shot like like what, what was your position he's like
1: it's one of the best shots he's ever had. I, guess, he, he I,
0: I was surprised he said I put it like a seven a seven he's like so was there more room behind that ball than like between the ball and the tree than it looked like on TV he's like no yeah. no it, it was i mean it was fucked he's like, uh, it's like i think you?
1: he was probably looking at it he only hit it like 15 feet
0: Well he's like dude do you practice that shot because that, that's my thing He's like who practices that shot and he's a fucking professional golfer to run it? do you know what his answer was yeah of course i practiced that shot yeah. <laughs> to, to
1: run it up there through the upslope of kakuya that's super sticky super sticky kakuya okay. is so grabby, for him man, to hit it the perfect weight and he didn't want to bite off more than he can chew because he knew he wanted to leave himself a chance. He, like, he wasn't thinking going at the hole.
0: Per Max hooded gap wedge. Yeah. That was the play. Hooded gap wedge. Then came hooded out gap left wedge.
1: and it released so quickly after impact. That was a great shot. I thought he made the putt. I think he couldn't believe I, how I fast he, that putt was. I thought
0: he did, too. I thought that putt was in. He was
1: like, I guarantee that last four feet before it got to the hole, he's all flaps, flaps, slow down. If it slows down, it goes dead center. Yeah. But then he made a three footer coming back, and uh, you know, uh, hey, a tentative birdie putt on the next playoff hole. But he's not the one that hit in the bunker, so that is straight match play right there. Everything that's going on, I mean, Finau probably had 15 feet up the hill. The softer hit it, the more it's going to turn. I mean, he's he's a cow guy, so he knows the percentages of the amount of putts that are made from that distance under those circumstances. So I was hoping he was going to bury the birdie putt, but I'm like, yeah, the guy wants cow. Like, he understands – he's a numbers guy. Yeah. He knew he didn't have to absolutely charge that one. If he misses, go five feet by. Then it's like roll reversal. Like, he had momentum at that point. He wasn't going to – he surrender any of it. Yeah. He put all the pressure on the other player. So, that was uh, good on you, Max. I've been a fan. You know, he he was on that Cal team that was, quite honestly, probably maybe one of the best college maybe golf teams of, of, of all time. Maybe one of the best college golf teams of all time. When you're what? talking about Brandon Hagee and Joel Starter, um, you know, European tour guy uh usam runner-up michael weaver <laughs>
0: uh is that good michael kim <laughs> pga tour winner
1: uh he pretty, 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 pretty good when you're thinking of like best all-time college golf teams that is right at the top of the list yeah certainly the best team to never win a national championship
0: by far and it's only looking better years after the fact yeah when you see where, yep. what what's shaking with all these guys and what, what they've turned their careers to do it's yep. like jesus christ like that yeah Pretty, pretty solid on my base
1: there. Walter Chun <laughs> is very happy for years to come. As he's going to get some studs in there. James Hahn, Cal guy. Thomas Sulo, Like, there's Charlie Wee, Andrew Hofer, Peter. I mean, there's some – come on, guy.
0: Very – like, I mean, yeah, the Cal program is just outrageous. Yeah, very good. It's absolutely outrageous. And, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, hey, as I like to say, couldn't have happened to a better guy. Absolutely. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Max Helmer, good him. on you, bud. Um yeah, man, just super, super impressive. What's twenty six holes to finish the tournament without a bogey? Very stout. Is that good? Very stout. At, <laughs> Riv- at Riviera at Riviera. What, yeah. Is that good? Is that something you might be interested uh, in? is that, <laughs> is that, is that something? <laughs> what, what I thought was interesting, what, uh, did you have any thoughts on the uh on the delay on Saturday due to I high winds? I saw wins? the
1: flagstick stick the sideways i i like, of okay, the effective uh, surface the effective of those greens, of as as the greens of fast with they the with of the i of slope I'm like,
0: they're rolling at 12 and a half, by the way. I'm
1: like, do you, you, if it's that wind, do you, you have to halt play? Because they're just, they have so much slope to them. There's hardly any flat areas on those greens. It's like, yeah, the ball's going to just keep going. Yeah, it's and, just going to keep rolling downhill.
0: And the PGA gave the excuse that they uh, halted play because some, like a, a TV tower, some equipment fell down close to a tee and that it was dangerous. That's them basically just, you know. That's a bunch of malarkey. It, 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 the fact of the matter was the greens were so wild and gnarly, which by the way, is a great thing. Love it. The, the, the greens were so fast. The slopes on those greens, you know, that course—that's a golden age golf course, boat. I mean, this, this, you know, George Thomas designed that in the 1920s, yep. back when green speeds didn't, you know, get above what the modern equivalent of what a, a seven or an I eight. I would Say a seven or eight. A yeah. seven or an eight, right? So it's like you know, it, probably even closer to six. To it's it's like. a lot like the great links courses in Scotland, Ireland. Yeah. None of those courses are fast when you go out. If, yep. if you get to go out and play, you know, Scotland, Ireland, the greens are by com- by, comparison by comparison to person they're, they're probably slow. closer to a nine or ten. But Sometimes
1: is, eleven at the at your courses like uh, Kings Barnes and stuff like that they can get them a little but yeah but much also, slower in comparison but because
0: there's so much slope in those greens that if you made them really really fast it would yeah. actually just be impossible yeah and in order to you know Riviera is not a terribly long golf course no not um, especially by PGA Tour standards and so the best defense that golf course can provide is just really challenging greens I mean, but the thing I is if the, the wind pick up should
1: take I mean look at that.
0: It was great. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, I, even 12 though twelve hundred got in a playoff for the best field, they had to, you know, what pause play for three, four hours on Saturday to high winds, it was like
1: four or five hours.
0: Yeah. yeah, like sure, like it's obviously inconvenient, but like, look what the end result was. Look what kind of a final round. Look what kind of a golf course they had. I mean, that that was the best yeah. non-major that I've watched in years. The, uh, the
1: broadcast is always great. They don't they probably don't show as many players as they should, but the golf the golf course.
0: CBS broke out some new cameras, you Stands know, some different angles time. and stuff it's like a, that. That was like, pretty interesting. They, I thought CBS did a good job with the broadcast this past track. weekend. Yeah, they're good at what they do. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What a what a tournament. Big, big Amanda fan. Man. You like lo- you like Amanda? Gorgeous, big fan.
1: She's always she's poised. I don't and know what it is. I like. She does her it. homework. She's got. It's like
0: you and she. Yeah, big fan of Amanda Bellionis for sure. It's funny cuz I like Amanda but for whatever reason I can't get to the point where I love Amanda the broadcaster. I, I I don't know why. It's just I I certainly give her a little bit more of a benefit of the doubt because she's a she's better than average for sure. You know, she she'll mature too. She'll yeah.
1: start asking Dottie questions.
0: Yeah, so, so she'll start asking Dottie questions, but there's still and I, this might not be her fault, but yeah. you know, like the first question she asks Max, you know, post press conference and I'm paraphrasing, you're just of like Max, you win a huge golf tournament, yep. one that you've, you know, you know, been you know, dreaming yep. about winning your whole life. Got to feel good, right? She
1: could learn a few things from Jim Nance. Yeah, Nance, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, th- th- so she, she's definitely got some polishing to do. But I trust me, I've had to watch Amy fucking Gutierrez and the Giants for unfortunately a decade. Now. <laughs> I know what a sh- I know what a shitty, you know, like you know, re- you know, <laughs> shitty interviewer it sounds like. I, I, I've, I, I'm, I've, I'm guilty. to it.
1: I love me some Amy G. I got a, I got a, I got a cameo. From her on my birthday from uh, Matt Gopal last year. <laughs> you don't
0: say. True story. Oh, so have, have I offended you? No. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it is. Every time I hear Amy G's voice, I just want to throw my head into some drywall. I, I just, it's <laughs> it's so, it's a tough listen, man. I, I just, maybe she's gotten better. I've I, granted, I listen to a lot more Giants baseball on the radio now. Yeah. Be, mostly because I don't You're want busy. to. You're busy. You're on the road, guy. <sighs> yeah. But again, but we're, you know, we're, we're getting a little off in the weeds here for a second. <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> fine. I, if she keeps getting better and better, great. Oh, I, she will. Uh, the Golf Channel's got a new uh, gal, Kira Dixon. Kira Dixon, former Miss America. Former Miss America. Uh, admittedly, I haven't really she seen her. She played a work pebble much. in
1: the uh, celebrity shootout.
0: I, I haven't seen her, you know, golf swing. work a whole bunch. I know she's golfed. with I will give this. Uh, that woman is drop dead gorgeous. She certainly got Tiger's attention. <laughs> to Be careful, no, I'm sure, though. She probably, I'm sure, turns, I'm sure, many others. She probably turns 35 here pretty soon, in which case she'll be <laughs> off the radar. So she's just, she's, she's, she's just got to make it through a little bit longer, and then she'll be fine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, okay, with the uh, with the Genesis wrapped up here, yep. we're, we're heading to our first uh, Tony, WGC Tony, event. Tony, Tony, keep uh, just oh, printing money. Tony I, Finau. I'm sorry, sorry. We, we we we, I'm sorry, we don't need to spend,
1: but hey, the guy's playing good.
0: Th- 30 seconds on things, on Tony are, things Finau. are looking well
1: for the U.S. Ryder Cup
0: team, Tony Finau, Your thoughts.
1: Uh, the, yeah he's in the, the new coach probably tips a little better uh just <laughs> an automatic a t m Third was it something over thirty i i saw thirty one thirty seven it's a lot of top tens since his last win uh in two thousand sixteen that's you know seven a year six six seven years so that's
0: that's a lot i have a feeling that the the record for most career earnings with one or fewer pga Tour right. wins yeah. is absolutely that, that 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 title is not in question that, and
1: that, he's only been out there you know six years so yeah he's printing money homie is saw. cash and checks that yes, that is, is
0: for sure and uh i mean you know it's one of those things where the guy is knocking on the door yeah every week yeah. every single week he's knocking on the door you got to think one of these some weeks he's just going to kool-aid the the side of the house
1: and just be like no, nope, I'm taking this. And he tried, he shot a final round sixty four. I was gonna say it, it's a shame that
0: like you if know it wasn't for
1: a for homeless bogey free sixty-six, then guess guess who's riding off in the dude, sunset.
0: Sixty four in those conditions at Riviera. Yeah, that is a round of golf. Oh, dude. he golfed his ball. That is ab that is Apex stuff, dude. That is incredible. Yeah. I, I I I cannot stress enough how impressive a sixty four on Sunday at Riviera is in those conditions. That is very one,
1: good. That is— Very good. When he knew he had to—it's it's one thing to take a low, but he knew he needed a low one, and he did it. So he, he's going to be—he's going to
0: win a lot. In the uh, in the words of our, you know, our idols, Krug and Kipe, yeah. tip of the cap to you, Mr. Fino. Yeah. You know, yeah, pretty— keep, keep doing good things. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people uh, are, you know, uh, are, are surmising that uh, Mr. Finau may be the man to beat— At this weekend's WGC event uh, taking place at Concession Golf Club down in Florida. Um, Mexico City out due to COVID, international travel, not as easy as it used to be. So they are playing, or I should say they are contesting uh, the first World Golf Championship of the year. The uh, Workday, I think, is the sponsor now. I like it. Um, At the Jack Nicklaus Design. Is Phil going to be there? (sighs) I don't know. I mean it's supposed to be what, top fifty in the world automatically qualify for WGCs. Top 50 in the
1: world do they how far back do they go for major winners? That would probably be the only thing that Phil would be
0: there. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Phil's probably there. not going to be playing. That. Being that we're hosts of a golf podcast, should we know the answer to this? Probably. But, to, but yeah, Do we really ultimately care that we yeah. don't know it? No. no. no no we don't. Go ahead. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. Um I don't know. You got you got any thoughts on, on this weekend's WGC? No, like you said, um,
1: supposed to be a great golf course looking forward to it uh most wgc's bring together a pretty good event with a really good champion yeah should be pretty fun to watch
0: and from what i've seen uh the golf course which i am admittedly very unfamiliar with um us both uh but you know i've been a big fan of the guys at the fried egg for a long time and they're you know the founder andy johnson he took a recent trip down there and they've actually been putting out a lot of video content on the golf course kind of try to get people amped up and excited. Cause you know, he's really like, this is actually really, was really it, good golf was course. Was
1: it a Nicholas and Tony Jacklin yes. co-design? Correct. because it's named it after is. the concession yes. in the Ryder cup where they pushed the Ryder cup, but the U S got to
0: retain the cup. It I'm very, very happy. But yes, it yeah. is a Tony Jacklin, Jack Nicholas co-design, I believe from like 2005, 2006, somewhere, that sense. somewhere right in there. So um, golf course looks phenomenal i mean i, I this it, it's weird for me somebody who doesn't honestly like you know sit down and watch more than 10 tour events a year because i like the majors i like the, yeah. the, the elevated status events the other yeah, ones that kind we, we, of we, we get it brooks um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be watching this weekend nice it's it, th- this looks like it's going to be a very fun golf tournament on a really good golf course with a robust field nice so that th- that was going to be fun um Last uh last little nugget I wanted to ask you about Nuggie. uh this is this is one that I I I don't really know a whole lot about I figured you might be able to enlighten me a little bit um and essentially it was the news broke I guess within the last two or three days essentially um I
1: think it became official today earlier this morning
0: was it was early so it was just, just earlier today and I that think is so, yeah. the USGA and the Royal and Ancient Golf Association announced a streamlined amateur status update and the headliner quote eliminating all sponsorship restrictions end quote
1: i like it um you know i think they're trying to keep their good amateur players in the game longer uh and i know college coaches right now are absolutely thrilled you get to recruit a guy knowing that most likely if he's an absolute stud he's going to be there four years because he's going to get paid anyways
0: coach conrad feeling good right now yo yeah yo yeah (laughs) big time so
1: uh they can make some money they don't have to necessarily hoard per diem anymore uh yeah I think it's gonna be good for everything it gives them a better chance to win that top five thing for the seniors uh which is get to uh, guaranteed starts on the corner ferry tours so this is this is good for everyone it also gives sponsors a chance to latch onto a stud before he turns pro develop the relationship with them um this is a win win for Everyone.
0: You don't see this as a bastardization no. of the amateur game. These guys, the whole point of amateur golf boat, no. according to Bobby Jones and everybody else, is you're you're supposed to struggle. You're supposed to want to play golf all the time, have the means to play golf all the time, but you got to be struggling. This is fantastic. Okay. <laughs>
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. Give the kids a little walking around money. I, I will say this. It is going to be fascinating to kind of see. Is it? It might make me want to watch college golf. In all honesty, because oh, if, cause you, that, did, cause if you
1: don't want to watch college golf right now, you you really are. But you should really watch college golf because if especially if the is doing a good job of the backstories, mm-hmm. like college golf on. I'm, I'm so glad it's on TV right now because it is one of the most underrated college sports out there. You're literally it's a you're, you're a family. You're seeing kids from with your conference, your region every week at these tournaments. You're not just developing lifelong relationships with your teammates and your coaches and boosters and the community in which you're playing at your school. You are making lifelong relationships with players from other teams. The camaraderie that goes on in college golf is second to none. Fact. This is a great thing. I love it. Some of my best friends are played on other teams in college. It's fantastic. Hmm. It's great. Still talk to them all the time.
0: Love it. Well, as somebody who has played college golf, I'm going to go ahead and take your word for it. And yeah. say it. This, is, this is a very, uh, yeah. it's a very good thing. Yeah, no, great. it's.
1: I mean, if high school kids uh we want to get paid too, that's a whole other thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a great thing
0: for the high level amateurs. No awesome, doubt. awesome, man. Well, uh, Beau, before we, we we put a wrap, uh, put a bow on this thing, you got any you got any good tales from the golf shop? Uh, since since we touched base last, boy, there's. I mean, I was like, can I've... you can you narrow it down to even just one or two to share? I guess yeah. Is probably so a good I'll
1: pinch you a picture here. Um, would had to be an 80 year old just barreling through the wrong entrance no mask on where's this petition i need to sign and i go uh it's right here would you would you mind putting your mask on sir oh i forgot i'll be out here with your hair shortly so what am i signing here oh boy huh. i go sir i i go you know you could probably do a little research and look at the presentation online at srcity.org and i I don't want to force you to sign the petition you should probably you know know what you're signing Uh, he goes yeah yeah i probably should have done that good idea i'll i'll do that i'll uh, you might see me tomorrow walks out the wrong exit (laughs) (laughs) it's just like oh i'll get out of your air soon or there's a lot of yeah there's so there's too many of those yeah the petition's slowing down the check-in process but people are patient and they know it's a necessary evil to do this to send the message to the powers that be like hey we, we we're not going anywhere we love this place so yeah just uh keep our eyes peeled the next couple weeks see what the developments are and uh fingers crossed they don't take this gem away from
0: us well said brother yep. well said all right on that note uh any last uh Little little tidbits you want to share with the the fine listeners that we've got here before we uh, we bid them adieu.
1: Keep booking your tea times as far in advance as possible, yeah, as that. they will let you do it. Because a
0: week out, you can do more. Do it. A lot of angry phone calls. A lot of angry phone calls. Perfect. All right, everybody. On that note, thank you so guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back with you guys soon. Until then, cheers, boat. Cheers, amigo, my man. Until next time. All right, adios, everybody. Bye guys.